Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bells in the Bat Free. I'm John Bell, and we are at the big party at the Mutual Audio Network celebrating the beginning of the fourth season, the fourth year of great audio drama and suspense and comedy and stuff for kids. It's just been a fantastic voyage. Mr. Bell! Oh, hi, Brad! Hi! I have a cease and desist order from 20th Century Studios. Cease and desist? 20th Century? Why? Because Fantastic Voyage is the copyrighted name of a motion picture made in 1966 by 20th 20th Century Century Studios. Studios. Are they one of your clients? Well, they will be when I tell them about this affront on their copyright. Okay, Brad, could you stop being a lawyer for just a moment and enjoy the party? Sure. Republican, Democrat, or Independent? The Mutual Audio Network Party. Look at all these famous people who have done audio dramas. How about comedies and musicals? And... I use the term drama for all the productions that are made. Yeah, if you want to be that way, Bennett, sure. Oh, say, man, did you spy that attractive lady over there? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yes, man. Oh, yeah, I spied her. I spied her, man. I have a cease and desist order from Marvel Studios here. I said I spied her Never mind. Oh, oh, look, she's coming over this way. Do you know who she is? I do indeed, Brad. That's Cadavra Quivery, the hostess for the cellar horror stories. And look at that. She's holding tight to a gentleman's arm. <laughs> Let's get the low down here. Uh, Cadavra? Why, it's John Bell, who has offices one floor lower than the cellar. (laughs) Yes, yes, and it's really hard to record my show with all the screaming and chaos right above our heads. So, um, whose arm are you latched onto there? Oh, it belongs to our director, Pete Lutz. And here he comes now. Cadabra, give me back my arm. Oh, all right. I suppose you'll need this arm and a leg to get gas on the way home. <laughs> I tell you, Mr. Bell, she's the ghoul for me. I know what you mean. She makes me weak like Crypt. Oh, night. You can stop that now. She might be psycho, but I like O. You're not very good at that sort of thing, Brad. Say, that guy over there, isn't that the founder and head cheese of the Mutual Audio Network? No, Brad, head cheese is... It is him. It's Jack Ward. Mr. Bell, this is your chance to go over there and kind of find out how you're doing in the whole Mutual Audio Network hierarchy. Gee, you think I should? Go ahead. Hobnob with the boss. Okay, um, Jack! Jack Ward! Well, hello. Um, uh... John. John. Yes. Yes. John. John. Bell. Well, always glad to meet a fan. How long have you been listening? I I have a show. Really? Well, you need to submit it sometime. I'd, I'd love to consider adding it. I'm I'm already on the network. Oh, uh, of course you are. Love your show. Oh, it's very suspenseful. Um. <sighs> Thank you. Right now, I, I think we need more little wieners. Oh, I'm not a waiter. I'm a contr- Here's Lothar Toppin. Gotta run. Lothar! 
This guy's gonna get more wieners. I have never seen so many podcasters in one place at one time. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. I hope someone's keeping an eye on the silverware. There's no need for that, Brad. These podcasters are all very well paid for their craft. Arnie, these are independent podcasters for the most part. Oh, you mean like you? Broke and destitute? Well, I've always said you can't make money doing a podcast. Well, you can't, Mr. Bell. Come on, Brad. You can't make money in podcasting, especially with comedy. Um, well, there is Joe Rogan. And who's that? He's a comedy guy who does this comedy show, interviews a lot of people, talks about stuff. And he makes money. Yeah. Doing this. Yeah, he uh, just recently made a deal with Spotify. And how much is that deal worth? Uh, he's making, uh, uh, $100. No. $1,000? No. Well, he couldn't be making a hundred million dollars, Mr. Bell. Well, I'm starting to think that maybe I'm in the wrong business. That's something a lot of your listeners have mentioned, Mr. Bell. Well, there's money to be made out there. You just got to come up with the perfect million-dollar idea. I have come up with a million-dollar idea. Could you make that a hundred-million-dollar idea? Sure, why not? It's a hundred-million-dollar idea, Major Bell. Great, Arnie. Why don't you tell... How about a two-hundred-million-dollar idea? Well, I'm not sure if it's a two-hundred-million-dollar idea, but I bet you at least it's a hundred and fifty-seven point four million-dollar idea. Great, Arnie. Tell us what you... If it isn't at least a hundred seventy-five million-dollar idea, I don't even want to hear it. Brad, this is no time to be greedy. How about a hundred sixty-seven million dollar idea, and I'll throw in a bag of jelly beans. Yes, that's fair. Now tell Wait us... Wait a minute. No licorice ones. Brad, you drive a hard bargain. Okay, it's a deal. Great. Fine. What's the idea? Mr. Bell, you know there's a big problem with electric cars is that they have a very small range. They can only go a couple hundred miles before you have to recharge them. I'm not hearing ideas. He's getting to that. I'm getting to that. Well, get to that. I have come up with an electric car battery that'll go 2,000 miles. 2,000 miles? That's what I said. How big is this battery? It's about the size of three regular batteries stuck together, Mr. Bell, so it'll easily fit inside any car. Have you tested this battery? I have put an electric motor in my 1971 Dodge Dart, and I've hooked this battery to it, and I am going to drive it 2,000 miles. Road trip! Hold it, Brad. I said I was going to drive it. I didn't say anything about you. As an investor in this invention, I feel like I should be along for the test drive. And what exactly have you invested? Well, for one thing, I negotiated a return up to $167 million. That's true. And a bag of jelly beans. That's important. No licorice. Don Juton. Arnie, Brad didn't actually invest. He just mentioned the number. Which was way bigger than the number I was planning on, so hey, it's aces with me. Don Juton. All right, all right. When do we leave? We? Well, I've got to come along and chronicle the adventure, don't I? Uh, well, maybe Spotify will notice it. <laughs> of course they will. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go! Floor it, Arnie! I said floor it, Arnie. I am flooring it! Moving right along in an electrical dodge dart. And it's falling apart. My foot went through the floorboard. But now it is electric. It's the car of tomorrow. Until to our sorrow, people see it's mostly cardboard. Well, some of it is duct tape. Moving right, right along. along. Wheels loose and shaking free. But we're being powered by my new battery. Moving right along. 
Riding in this electric dart. Breaking distance records because I am so smart. What's the look now? I sure wasn't important. Gonna go 2,000 miles to prove my invention. There goes our suspension. We left it on the highway. People driving by us are all gawking and staring. Cause this car needs repairing. We got no brakes. Everybody gangway. Move it right along. We'll make it, this car, I trust. Yeah, but the only thing holding it together is rust. You know, Arnie, one of the things that strikes me about riding along in an electric car is... Wait, 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 wait a minute, Mr. Bell. What's wrong with your voice? My voice? What do you mean, my voice? There's nothing wrong with my voice. No, wait a minute, Mr. Bell. He's right. Your voice sounds like you've been recording something happily, and then suddenly you got some sort of crud, like allergies or a cold, and you got laryngitis, and you had laryngitis for like a week or so, and then you decided you're going to try and start recording again, but your voice isn't quite back up to 100%. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, no matter. The rest of it sounds just perfect. Yes, my dulcet tones sound just as good as ever. Speaking of sound, I find it interesting that this electric motor is so quiet in this car. Yeah, electric cars tend to be pretty quiet, Mr. Bell. Can't you do something about that, Arnie? Well, I do have my electric car soundulator. Soundulator? Yeah, it can make your electric car sound like anything, like, for instance, a Volkswagen. Who would want their car to sound like a Volkswagen? There are those of us who miss that sound, Brad. You got a Ferrari in that thing? Sure. Now we're talking. I've also got a Model T. Well, that's very fortuitous. Fortuitous? Yes, it's a Model T Ford Uitus. How about the Dukes of Hazard car? You got that in there? Right here. That one needs a little, a little work, work yeah. yes. That's enough. You can switch that off. Uh, does this electric car have a radio? Yeah, it certainly does, Mr. Bell. Then could we listen to a little music? No, we can't, Mr. Bell. And why not? Because the radio runs on electricity, and this is an electric car, so that would shorten the distance that we could drive. And I want to make the full 2,000 miles. What about your soundulator? Doesn't that use electricity? Oh, fudge. So we're not going to make the full 2,000 miles, huh? According to my gauges, using the soundulator is cut about 10 miles off of our 2,000 miles. By the way, Arnie, uh, we need to make a slight detour. Slight detour? Yes, we were talking earlier about how comedy podcasts that are really popular have interviews with funny guests. Oh, you thinking of trying a comedy podcast, Mr. Bell? Yes, Brad, I thought it'd be a nice change of pace. So, where are we picking up these guests? What was that? Ooh, a bit of a spark in the control panel. What would have caused that? Perhaps some moisture got in there somehow. I think I know how. What are you saying? I'm saying that you better watch what you're saying before you short out the whole car. So you think, 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 think. You might just want to turn your head a bit when you talk. Or better still, stick your head out the window. Where will we be picking up these... Individual people. Take a left here, and they should be at the corner of uh, Fifth and Elm. Who are these hilarious individuals, Mr. Brown? They're a comedy writing team, Brad. They used to write for uh, all sorts of situation comedies back in the uh, 50s and 60s. You sure like to keep things topical. They're Benny Herbie and Herbie Benny, and they should be right up here. Let me pull over. 
Um, are you Benny Herbie or Herbie Benny? Yeah, I'm Benny Herbie. Where's Herbie Benny? He's on the other side of town. Until we get there, you got me. Oh, well, hop in, Mr. Benny. Herbie. Herbie. Benny Herbie. So you and Mr. Benny wrote a lot of comedy together. We certainly did. I think our biggest success was the TV show... What a pickle. Oh, I remember that show. Who's this guy, your bodyguard? No, 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 he's, uh, he's, he's my, my lawyer, actually. Oh, I see. Let me open no, the door Mr. Here. Let me Mr. Out Herbie, here. come on, let me no, open no. the door. He's just along for the ride. You're taking me for a ride? Let me out of here. No, no, that's not what I meant. I'm just tagging along. Sir. Everybody settle down. What was that? Did somebody step on a duck? No, no, that's our resident inventor and our driver, Arnie Kunchpar. Well, he can't blame that name on me. So let's get back to your storied career. You said you worked on the TV show What a Pickle. Yeah, we had to come up with a different pickle for the cash to get into every week. A lot of pickles, huh? Oh, yeah, that was dill. Gherkin, sweet, kosher. Wait, wait, wait. Those those are real pickles. Oh, yeah. They got into real pickles on this show. <laughs> I remember. They'd always yell, what a pickle. <laughs> but those are pickles that you eat. Oh, yeah. The show was sponsored by the Pepperdine Perfect Pickle Company. So we had to work a lot of pickles into the plots. Pickle plots. Perpetual pickle plots. Ah, working on those would make you plots. How do you and your partner come up with all those jokes? Well, we eat a lot of pickles, I'll tell you that. No, no. Not just for that show, but for all the comedy you've written over the years. Oh, well, as you know, a good joke has two parts. The setup and the punchline. Yes, yes, I understand that. I wrote the punchlines. Oh, oh, okay, I see. Then he would write the setup, you'd read the setup and come up with a punchline for it. Oh, that'd be a good way to do it. You didn't do it that way? No, I would give him the punchlines and he would have to figure out the setups. And that process worked for you? For 50 years. Oh, tell us some of your jokes. Tell us some of your jokes. All right, all right. Here are some of my favorites. Oh, boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Either turn off the oven or let the parrot go. <laughs> That's a good one. It doesn't make sense. It's a punchline, Mr. Bell. Therefore, it's funny. But, but... Do more, do more. Okay, here's some more. <clears throat> sure, until Thursday, but then what? <laughs> I could have sworn he was wearing an acorn suit. Oh, acorn suit? <laughs> Who loves Linguini that much? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah, you can paint the house, but the monkey stays. Oh, the monkey, monkey. I don't know, but it's eating my popcorn. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough punchlines. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, now, where do we pick up your partner? Take a left here, go down a block, he's on the right. Thank you, thank you. I'm sure this will all make more sense when I can get the setups and the punchlines together. Yeah, well, except when you pick him up, I'm getting out. What? Why? Because he's a bum. I can't stand a sight of him. But but your partners, you've been partners for... Don't remind me. Gary is up on the right. I'm getting out here on the left. Benny, get out of that car. I'm leaving, Harvey, you bum. You're the bum. You're the bum. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, that was pretty funny. Thanks to me. So, Mr. Benny, you write the setups for the jokes. Yeah, that's the most important part, no matter what Benny may have told you. Can you do one of your favorite joke setups for us, huh, can you, huh, can you? What are you, a trained monkey? Oh, I love that. It wasn't a joke, it was a legitimate question. Oh, uh, in that case, uh, no, I'm not a trained monkey. Yeah, we haven't been able to train him. Yeah, they haven't been... <laughs> so, Mr. Benny, could you give us one of your favorite joke setups? All right, all right, all right. I-, I wrote this one for the first show in the third season for What a Pickle. You ready? Knock us out. Look here. Tell us, tell us. All right, all right, all right. 
A man in a duck suit walked into a computer store. He has sneezing powder in his left pocket, a bagel with cream cheese in his right pocket, and around his neck he had a chain made out of poison sumac. Yeah, yeah. He walked up to the lady at the counter, sang a chorus of Good Night Irene, ripped open his shirt, and showed off his tattoo. And do you know what that tattoo said? What did it say? I don't know. You'll have to ask Benny. He writes the punchlines. Wait, what? You mean that's your whole... You can't leave us hanging. Can you let me off here, please? Yeah, uh, yeah, Arnie, uh, pull over here. Thanks for the ride. You're welcome. Hope to never see you again. And that would be too soon. Well, we should be getting that call from Spotify any second now. You think so? You think so? No. no. Oh. Well, let's hit the road again. By the way, Arnie, how far have we traveled so far? I say about 50 miles or so, so far. Are you saying it's so-so? What? You said it was about 50 miles or so-so far. That's not what I said. That's what you said. But that's not how I said it. Guys. It was in that order. Guys, I think if we're going to be traveling for 2,000 miles together... The home audience may not want to listen to every second of our trip. But we're so entertaining. I'm so entertaining. You're so, so entertaining. Don't start up with me, you so-and-so. So that's the way it's going to be, huh? Anyway, I was thinking maybe we should do a little transition music here and end up at the tail end of our trip. So end up at the end? Or so, so end up at the ending at the end. Yeah, let's definitely transition here. Are we there yet? No. 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 You listeners did not miss a lot during the transition. So how far have we traveled so far? What is that, a question from the Department of Redundancy Department? Guys, we're all getting a little punchy because we've been in this car together for quite a while. Does that mean I can punch him? Just try it, Buster. Let me at him. Brad, you cannot punch Arnie. No. He's driving. Yeah. Wait till we stop. Yeah. Wait, what? And how far have we driven, Arnie? I say about 1,000. 321 miles. Is it my imagination, or does it sound like the battery is starting to run down? Actually, the battery is starting to run down because you know who over here wanted to listen to the radio. What's wrong with listening to the radio? It uses electricity and drains the battery faster. Yeah, but I heard you singing along with every song. And somebody insisted that we use the air conditioner. Arnie, we were riding through the desert. On a horse with no name, it felt good. No, 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 please don't. Don't let him sing! Well, the air conditioner puts a big drain on the battery. And then there was the whole, Oh, it's dark! We can't see! We need to turn on the headlights! Yes, that was me, Arnie, and it was the middle of the night. But I've got these night vision goggles. I can see perfectly. But I was driving at the moment. Mr. Bell, what has happened to your spirit of adventure? Arnie, the car's going slower and slower now. Thanks to you two, the battery's almost dead. Still? Arnie, I would say that 1,321 miles on one charge of a battery is quite the accomplishment. Really? An amazing feat. And my elbows are pretty spectacular, too. We're going slower and slower. Yeah, Arnie, I'm afraid it's time to pull into a charging station. Into a who, where, what now? Into a charging station so we can recharge the battery and get back home. Oh, well, you see, this battery doesn't recharge. It 
doesn't recharge. No, I couldn't work it out to last this long and be rechargeable. Arnie? Yes, Brad? How do we get home now? We simply get a new battery. And where would we get this battery? I have one in my lab. We can have it shipped to us. How long would that take? Oh, is this a day or two? A day or two. But there's enough energy left for us to listen to the radio and sing along. Is there enough energy left in the battery to turn your head into a bug zapper? Arnie, 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 how much do these batteries cost? Well, at the moment, they're about, ooh, $5,000 per battery. So you're saying that it would cost $5,000 to travel a little over 1,300 miles? When you think about it, Mr. Bell, the way gas prices are going these days, that could turn into a bargain. Say, Mr. Bell, I couldn't help but notice that Bell is in the battery is reaching a mile. Reaching a what? Mile. Mild scone? Minestrone? A big round number. Oh, you mean episode 300? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you planning for that episode, Major Bell? I'll tell you what he's planning. He's planning to be the defendant in a class action suit. What? 300 is a copyrighted title of a motion picture made by Warner Brothers. Back Brad, in- put a cork in it. Arnie, order that battery and get it here as quick as you can get it here. While we're waiting, we could watch TV. This car has a TV and you didn't tell me? It's not part of the car, it's a little pocket TV I carry with me. Give it here. Let me see if I can find a good show to watch. You've been listening to Bells in the Battery, episode 290. If your funny bone could use a tickle, no need to worry, you won't pay a nickel. This wacky, silly family and all their stickle. Make you holler, what a pickle! My favorite show! Copyright 2022 by John Bell Creative, LLC. Hi, everybody. Joey, why are you wearing a duck suit? Oh, wait till you hear what I've got in my pockets. Special guest voices this episode in order of appearance. Angela Young, Pete Lutz, Jack Ward, and Jolene Roxbury. Filmed before a live audience. This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together we'll make it through this. Please be safe.